look. And it go like, I like coffee, I like tea. Yo, what's up, man? This your boy, back at it, motherfuckers in the barbershop. We at it again, man. Um, little, little change up, but still me here, us, at 10 Stacks, uh, on Snapchat, us 10 Stacks. We got Gans here. Y-U-N-G-G-A-N-S, it's your boy Gans. You already know where you can find me at on all of those platforms. The name don't change. Nigga be in this barbershop, man. What up, though? Swat the food. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can find me at two underscores, be nice. And that's on Instagram, and then on uh, Twitter is be nice, two underscores. And then, like, we, my brother, Lando, who you can always find at the Tackler, man, he, he, he at Jamaica right now, dog. He, he left on us. So we filled in. We got a, a great guest, bro. Hopefully, a always recurring guest. My nigga, dog, FanDuel specialist. <laughs> awesome man, go ahead, you know. What's going on, Austin? You can find me on Twitter, uh, Loki Aust. Spell it how, how it sounds. And then on Instagram, uh, AWST. AWST. Yeah, oh, stupid, man, I made that uh, Instagram name a long time ago. <laughs> I'm much older now. If I was to do it back again, it would be A-U-S-T, which I'm, I think it's uh, already took, but you know what I'm saying? It is what it is at this point. So now I got two Austins. We kicked Orlando out, and now we got two Austins. Yeah. And I think eventually, bro, we're just going to kick all these other niggas out, too, and it's just going to be two Austins. Austin Austin. That's all, yeah. Austin Austin, like a Mike and Mike, but better. Or y'all can just get your own fucking show, because that's not what the barbershop is about. That's not what the barbershop is about. It's about about less Gansons and, and more Austins. All right, so uh, shoot, man, how was y'all week, man? Y'all should been y'all should been pretty smooth, man. Had a solid week, man. I'm glad to be back. Got a nice guest, my boy. Yeah, yeah ready for the show. First guest, really? Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Clap it up, yeah. bro. First guest, first Real lineup. Shit. How I feel, bro? How I feel, bro? First guest. First Feels guest. good. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like this is a whole new experience. I've never done this uh, type of thing before. So. Hey, bro, neither of us. I'm so. excited for this. <laughs> this is a new experience. Yeah, dog. So I mean, we just we just gonna get this John going, man, real quick. Start off with the with the shout outs of the week. Shaking my head for the week, bro. Uh, guest, our guest. I'll start us off, bro. What's your shout out for the week, man? Who you shouting out? Who you shaking your head at, man? Um, shout out to, I don't even know, um, shout out to all the people that's working hard, you know what I'm saying, that's making money, living life good, doing it for themselves, and the people that, you know what I'm saying, like, that they care for, I respect y'all, shaking my head at the people who are stingy, greedy, and just irritated. See, he took a serious approach to it, he kept it real, bro, B, go ahead. Uh, was a hard hitter. I think for my shout out, man, I gotta give a shout out to to Band Gang, Lonnie Bands, man, he's featured in the, the Marshawn Lynch workout. Marshawn finishes his workout to the to come here, come here, little bitch, talk that shit. What? Too. I need a link. So you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's on Bleacher Report too. So it's official. You know what I'm saying? So oh that's shit! A, that's a big time shout out, man. That's great. Shout out to Marshawn Lynch too. Rocking right. with the Detroit sound, you know, Bay Area, Detroit kind of got some some similar vibes, so I can see that. I think the shake in my head, man. Shaking my head at Chris Paul going to Houston. All right, Gans, go ahead. My first shout out is to Pharrell coming back to the music world, man. On that, that violin, violin. I've been singing that shit all day, though. All day. And also shout out to the the Two Chains album. Shit is fire. I fuck with it from top to bottom. Um, shout out. Shout out Titty Boy. Shout out Titty Boy. Shaking my head this week. Shaking my head to the Rockets front office for thinking that two. Ball dominant players could coexist on a shake my head. Also, I want to shout out to my girl. Her birthday is today. Shout out. 
Um, yeah. and also, shout out to Surprises, because by the time that this podcast will come out, um, she will know that we're going to be in Chicago this weekend. Right now, she does not know. Um, but yeah, shout out. That's And tell us about the trip. Like, just because it's going to be the future anyway. So oh, yeah. just tell us how the trip went already. Like, already uh, tell us. So, all right, let me step into my future, buddy. So, no. Uh, we're going to be in Chicago. We're going to go Saturday. Um, plan to hit a few bars. I want to go to the Sugar Factory the first night. I've been looking at a lot of places. My um, my brother-in-law is a, a chef, so he's been putting me hip to all of the, the nice places. I actually might drop some of them places. If you follow me on Snapchat, you can follow some, get some of them places that I'm going to be at in Chicago. But I'm going to do a bar crawl while I'm down there. Um, and I'm also going to do hit Navy Pier, regular shit. Um... Mm. Sears Tower type shit. I want to go to the Sugar Factory. Did I say that already? Yeah. Sugar Factory. Shout out to the Sugar Factory. I'm really, yeah, excited. really excited. Clearly, about clearly that. I'm excited yeah, about that yeah. shit. Most definitely. <laughs> clearly, I'm excited. Real shit, real shit. And uh, Harold's Chicken, bro. Shout out to y'all. I've been in Chicago like five times in my life. Have not been to Harold's Chicken, so I'm also excited for that shit. Right. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a good time, man. So, all right, before I do my, do they give you like bulletproof rest as soon as you get into Chicago, or do you gotta get them afterwards? I mean, that I would hope that I get it before. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, I live in Detroit, so I can probably used to it, bro. Yeah. Right. I probably just carry so my yeah, bulletproof vest. Natural doctor skills. Yeah. I'll need another one. I got one already. Most definitely. All right. So, um, my shout out for the week. Uh, I'm gonna shout out my nigga Lando in Jamaica, living it up. Probably, you know, tricking on strippers, man, and <laughs> drinking out of coconuts, you feel me? The coconut. He probably out there having a good time. Also, I want to shout out MVP, Russell Westbrook, bro. That shit, you oh, know, yeah, had an amazing yeah, season, yeah. season, bro. That shit was beautiful. You deserved every bit of it, triple-double. Uh, two digits times three, that's a triple-double, you feel me? Commercial set off. And uh, I had multiple shaking my heads for this week. I'm only going to do one because we already going to talk about one of them later in the show. It's just something we always going to talk about. But I'm shaking my head at the NFL, bro. Um, I gotta. I think I gotta boycott it this year, fellas. I, Colin Kaepernick not getting signed to a team. Mm. Thirty-two NFL teams. He better than it's three quarterbacks. He better than at least a lot of them second-string quarterbacks. Most definitely better than third strings. And I just feel like it's clearly he's getting blackballed. At first, I wanted to deny it, wanted to walk walk around it, try to ignore it, but can't ignore this shit no longer, bro. I can't. I can't support no NFL team that won't sign somebody for believing. Believing in me. He stood up for me, damn near. He stood up for all of us as a young black man. So I just can't fuck with that, though. I'm, I'm sorry, NFL. I ain't even mean to get there. I don't, I don't even want to be that woke on the podcast, you know? You feel me? But it's fucked up, man. And it has to be said. Like that's like you said, that's messed up that he uh, can't even get a chance to play the sport that he loves and what he's good at uh, because he's represented for Black American people, Black American men. Yeah, You're like didn't people already die for shit like that? Yeah, <laughs> like, duh, that's what I'm saying. For bro. him to be able to do that, that's that's fucked up, bro. I just don't, it just don't sit right with me. And, and I love the NFL more than like, damn near more than anybody. I feel like, and I, I just gotta, I gotta deny myself from the NFL to, for at least the season, man. I can't, and even until he gets signed, maybe. But it's it's not looking that it's way. not looking that way. So I might, I might have to. We gonna have to. We gonna talk NFL, of course, on the podcast. We just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find other ways to know about games. I'm gonna be uh, using all metrics. Shout out Colin Kaepernick. Shout out Colin Kaepernick, man. Shout, shout out, out Afro Star. Shout out Chip Kelly for backing him, man, and admitting that he wasn't a distraction last year. Yeah, shout out for Chip, for Chip Kelly for not being as racist as everybody said you was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still don't know though. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to knees. Shout out to taking knees. I love it when girls take knees. All right, Ooh, so that's a different knee. <laughs> so um. <laughs> So, all right, y'all. We had a, a a big slash lousy week in basketball. Big free agency. 
Uh, big free agency moves. Still more moves to come. Yeah, I was gonna say it's only getting started. It's only getting started. Bad NBA award ceremony. That shit was awful. And also, I didn't like the Big Three tournament. I didn't like that shit. The Big Three basketball. That shit did not sit well with me, bro. That shit was almost awful to me right now. I want to start by saying the the, the award show. This needs to be the first and the last year that that shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I was fucking uncomfortable watching a lot of the shit. Like, it was so painfully awkward. Like, the 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 reporters, like, Kenny Smith and Ernie, like, arguing on... And Charles Barkley, like, arguing as if they were reporting the game. Yeah, and, like, and they, cooking Drake. Drake cooking people, and then yeah, they cooking them back like, and shit. Are we watching the, the, the NBA awards, or what the fuck are we watching? You know what I'm saying? I, didn't, I honestly didn't know what, like... First things first, it almost... Because the NBA Finals, like, ended so kind of quick, and also because the NBA season was almost, although it was only, like, a month ago, it, it felt like it ended so long ago. Like, the M the MVP conversation was over as soon as the playoffs began. Yeah. And it's like, to, to put that shit now, that's way too late, bro. Like, I then forgot all of it. You don't even have the, the energy to debate it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, dude, did Westbrook deserve it? It's like, bro, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, it's over at this point. I don't care. I don't care about who won six, man. I don't, and I feel like to put an award show for just, like, five awards, really, five, six awards, that's just not enough, bro. Even, like, the fan voting shit was kind of lame. Bill Russell getting awards and shit was kind of lame. I mean, being nice over here dying right now, y'all. He is not feeling good. He is he is having one of those bad ones. Honestly, I'm going to start this off. Everybody might be tired except for us. Yeah, everybody else had a long day. You know, I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know what the good thing about being tired in a barbershop is? Yeah. It's the motherfucking barbershop. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter. We chilling. <laughs> we chilling. If you go to sleep with your, uh, in the barber chair, your fade got fucked up. So yeah. what? You know what I'm saying? You come back next week, fuck it up again. You fuck it up until it gets back normal. Exactly. Or you go, or you go bald head. So, exactly. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Be nice going. He going to fight through the pain, man. He... Right now, he's chilling. That's all good. He, he all good right now. Get this fade. Yeah. <laughs> Come catch this fade, cuz. So, yeah, so NBA Awards, I guess we're all in agreement on that shit. That shit was not, not what I, not even what I thought it was gonna be. Like, it was just too bad. Like, too bad. Like, yeah, they, was, they was trying something new, and I think they pulled Drake into the picture, cuz, you know, it's without a question, he's probably the most dominated artist right now. Yeah. So they try to pull him into the equation, the NBA, try to get their, um, you know, get more money, get their uh, popularity even more up, even though we all know the NBA is nearly the top sport, arguably. Yeah. At least to me, because I love the NBA. Yeah. But yeah, they were just trying to like do something different, like you guys said. I, it's personalized. Personalized. Sure. Hopefully. I mean, I know it's going to probably be more. Next time, all right, that's how you make it better. Next time, you just let Adam Silver do the whole thing, because he has big-ass ears. And they stick out wide as fuck. So we just look at it. anything, even if the jokes don't hit, we laughing anyway. Yeah, we're laughing at Adam Silver. And I, Adam Silver could probably hear me saying this shit. His ears so fucking big. So shout out to Adam Silver. Shout out to Adam Silver. Evan Silver, what's going on? What's up? I know you heard this shit. <laughs> so all right, and then the second thing, the big three tournament. To me, I personally, I didn't watch the whole thing because some games was too fucking long. Sixty points for niggas that's old as hell, barely dunks. <laughs> Barely any dunks. Some of the things that make basketball sweet, like dunks and like three on three basketball is cool when you're playing with your boys. Three on three basketball is not cool to watch. Not all the time. Not with old niggas. So I did not get a kick out that shit at all. I thought that shit like, thought that shit was awful. Then. Yeah, I did not watch one episode. So yeah, and one didn't even show it live, which kind of that throws off the allele of basketball. Like you yeah. like basketball to watch it. That's why you like sports to watch them live, but then you have to watch them later. 
And it's like, wow, Jason Williams just goes up for a layup and whoops, his knee balls out. Oh, wow. <laughs> you forget he's old as fuck and probably shouldn't be playing up to 60 points. And some of them games was taking like hours down there. And niggas is too old for that shit, bro. Yeah, from from what I'm uh, hearing about it, it was not even worth the view. Nah, so, not to me. They gonna have to bring the point. Being I said earlier that the points is going down to fifty, but I don't know, bro. Ice Cube, you gotta you gotta amp it up. <laughs> Put some younger younger uh, cats in that John for me, bro, real quick. Yeah, cause how old is uh? So how old was the youngest player then? What twenty eight? Twenty six, I believe. Twenty six? Did he score fifty? Well then, that's even the worst part. If if your youngest player sucks, that's bad. Then that's bad. You don't even need to show that shit on TV. That I mean, the younger niggas who suck in regular sports go to D League. We don't watch that shit at all. He never. He was a D League player. Well, Ice Cube did fix it. All right, I'm not even gonna. We don't even gonna cover it no more. Just fucking fix it because I'm not. This is gonna be a long summer, without any basketball, any football. You know, baseball is cool and all, but come on now, young niggas in the barbershop don't watch that, bro. We we watching. Basketball. Basketball. Summer league starts on Saturday. Ooh. Summer okay. league does start. On, any predictions? Any any um, summer league teams, all-stars? I mean, the beginning of the summer league is, starts in Orlando. That shit is always terrible. It's unfortunately the one that the Pistons play in. Ooh. It's not fun to watch. Uh, limited talent. I would say wait for the second week of summer league when they switch to Vegas and Utah. You all might right. get some more enjoyable. You see Alonzo Balls and Markel Fultz. Uh, the Warriors, some of these teams should be exciting. A couple other decent, decent squads. That's cool, bro. That's what I want to see then. I want to see Luke Kennard. Let's still try to get Luke Kennard on the show. We still need him on the show. We got hard-hitting questions for him. We still got real hard-hitting ones for that white man. I've still been trying to get a gentleman's wager. I, I put this on the table earlier. I think we should put a gentleman's wager. Who can get Luke or somebody, you know? Who can be the first one? Hey. Who'll be, be the first one to get us in contact with Luke? Get us Luke Kennard in the barbershop, and I got some Yeezys for you that you can either sell or, you know, wear. Shout out to us, the Yeezy guy. Shout out to the Yeezy guy. <laughs> Maybe I might reveal secrets later on the podcast. Hopefully. Probably not, though. Shout out to his bot. He got a bot. Don't let him lie to you. Yeah, don't let him lie. To, I'm, not, I'm not lying. Wait, hold on. He's I'm lying. not lying. He's lying. I'm not even... Look, look. A magician doesn't tell all his secrets. A Yeezy guy... Just gives you what he has, you know what I'm saying? So let's try to get Luke on the show with us. We already got Austin first guest. Yeah. Let's try to get Luke second guest. Or maybe third guest. Maybe he becomes a regular. Maybe he does this shit for fun, you know what I'm saying? Talk with us. Yeah, Luke. Hopefully, Luke, right? this is the second time we said it like this, so you got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Luke. Fucker. Bring Luke. Get on the fucking show. Y'all got scared of this, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, all right, so big question. So we already know the headline. James Harden and Chris Paul are playing together officially. For the Houston Rockets. Austin, what do you think about this show? You know, the first time I heard about this, I thought it was such a big deal. It is a big deal. But now that I think about it more, I don't like it because they already made James Harden the point guard. So now you got two point guards trying to run point. Chris Paul, from the rumors I heard about the NBA and Chris Paul, he needs to run the show. So if if it's not his way, it's, it's damn near nobody's way. And it's James Harden's team. Gans, what are you thinking? Man, I'm a I'm a go deeper into what I said earlier. Another SMH to to the Rockets front office, man. We got two players that can't win in the playoffs on one team. My thinking is their thinking is if you put these two players on one team, maybe just like the Russell Westbrook math, <laughs> something adds to zero can <laughs> add to something, but it's not gonna work. They can't win together. Not only for that. 
They can't win together because they both need the ball for them to be effective players. And even if they did win together, it wouldn't be a happy environment. And I say that because they will have to drastically change their games. Yeah. And, and and Chris Paul could say all he wants. I won't. I can. I can conform to whatever. I can. I'm, I'm a professional. I conform to systems. It's not gonna work. You heard it here first. Avid Rockets fan, avid Harden fan, should have won MVP. Don't say nothing to me. <laughs> nah. Next, Russell. And I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. It's just, it's a terrible move, man. I'm as a Rockets fan, I'm sick to see Lou Will go. I'm not a Chris Paul fan. I'm sick to that we had to give up Lou Will. I mean, he didn't play too good in the playoffs, but that's still my boy at the end of the day. And I'm sick that Chris Paul is on my team. Bro, Chris Paul's supposed to go to the Spurs anyway. He's supposed to go to the Spurs. He, if he done that, then I can see them going to the chip repeatedly. Yeah, most definitely. I, all right, so here's where I stand on the fence. Because you can't be on the fence. You got to pick a side. And I'm going to go on the side where I think this shit is pretty cool. Like, I have, I have no issue with Chris Paul being on the Rockets. And I think it can, might, you know, it might help them niggas. Because, all right, here's what I think. James Harden led the league in assists last year. Also led the league in turnovers. Chris Paul has a good assist-to-turnover ratio. So maybe the ball is going to be out of James Harden's hand. You know, he's a rookie point guard at this point. Like, he's a not a rookie in the NBA, but he's a rookie guard because he's turned the ball over a lot. Yeah, they score a lot of points, but if you do a lot of flips, like what happened in the final, I mean, uh, in the, what was that, second round? Mm-hmm. Semifinals of the playoffs when they went to Spurs and he got the flip in that bitch all the time. That shit, that kind of looked bad on your record. He also holds the record for the most turnovers in an in NBA what, playoff game, what, 13 or 14? So he has a problem turning the ball over. He turned that bitch over too much. Chris Paul doesn't have that problem with turning the ball over. He can, you know, like, relieve the weight of having to make every decision. Also, the Rockets don't have another dude on the team that can dribble the ball. Like, Eric Gordon can't dribble. Patrick Beverly wasn't really allowed to dribble. Uh, and then, you know, Trevor Reza can't dribble. The rest is like power forwards and centers. None of them can dribble but James Harden. It really was like, James Harden, if you can't Euro to the basket and make the step back, and or dish it out, then we kind of not scoring right now. Chris Paul at least has the option to score from mid-range, score from long range, score anywhere. Chris Paul is a good offensive weapon. He made first defensive all-team, so he's just like Pat Beverly and Lou Williams mixed together. Without, and already having, they still have the sixth man of the year off the bench with Eric Gordon. Yeah. So, But that's the thing. Uh, I think the only way they make, really make this work is they um, have Chris Paul not come off the bench, but bench him early, then come, off when James Har- come on when James Harden comes off. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking for uh, stagnant or st- staggered a minute? Staggered. They stagger Chris Paul and James Harden. Take him out, put him in. Take one out, put one in, and do it like that. And that's the only way I can see them winning. All right. So look, this is what I'm. This is what I'm thinking about it because Chris Paul, he's a ball dominant player. He can probably get triple doubles. He can get double doubles. Of course, he okay. had like consecutive double doubles a lot. James Harden do also. Triple doubles. Also, he had what like thirty or twenty three or something this season. Somewhere so, under, yeah. so you know, them niggas can hoop. Them niggas can do it all. James Harden's already used to coming off the bench. He's already been a six man before. He's already been a dude that plays off two two ball dominant players. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has no problem. He doesn't really know what his mind is. Like he doesn't know. Like all right, let me let me either let me be ball dominant or let me come off the screens. You know, something. Let me play a different role. So I feel like he has no problem being able to. Do more, a little bit more cutting. Do a little bit less dribbling. Do a little bit more, less passing, and do a little bit more scoring. A little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like being able to be a 
a playmaker. Being able to be a secondary playmaker with a first-day playmaker in Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul, his formula has proven to get him at least to the to the Western semifinals, and so has James Harden. He got to the Western Conference Finals. So you mix this together, I feel like it, it ain't going to be that bad of a mixture. Like, I feel like they can really do some you know, Chris some Paul hasn't shit. done anything in the playoffs in years. Yeah, it's James Harden. James he, Harden has, though. It's a, it's a difference between how they don't do anything. Chris Paul doesn't show up from round one to whenever he gets eliminated. I don't know. Which is usually round when two. Griffin, Actually, which is always round two. Blake Griffin, when he went down, Chris Paul was out there scoring. Last playoffs, he was out there scoring, bro. He every, had to. Every, he had to. When they beat the Spurs that one year. When the Clippers beat the Spurs, what was that, like 2014? Yeah, he was out there hooping. You know what I'm saying? Dang, Chris Paul has his moments. He is always in a situation where he just can't really do it on his own. His team has been unlucky with a lot of injuries, a lot of yeah. like unfortunate. So, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is this is something that we're going to have to wait until the season start. We're also going to see what else they do because they've been talking about buying out Melo contract and trying to sign and trade for Melo. Uh, they're trying to, you know, uh, seduce Paul George into coming. So there's a lot of options they can still do to make them a better team and formidable in the West. You know, they still got to get to the Warriors. With just Chris Paul, yeah, with just Chris Paul, I don't think they could. Like, if Chris Paul went to the Spurs, they would have had a better chance. The Spurs have a better chance of getting to the Warriors. Even with LaMarcus Archer being, a, you know, a bum. Because they, I mean, honestly, the Warriors was double teaming him. He was hard for him to really get off. He not really a good passer. When he out there, he was getting like a fish out of water. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing with Kawhi. It wasn't on the court. So he should, probably should have went to the Spurs. It would have made... Maybe a little bit more sense winning-wise. But James Harden recruited hard. He wanted Chris Paul on the team. That's Did he? A, who said that? That's what, I, that's what I've been reading. Read? Yeah, I've been reading that. Sources. I don't know why he we, would. We have yeah. sources. Shout out to sources. Sources say James Harden wanted him on the team. I thought it was Kyle Lurie. I mean, he's the leader of the team, so he technically has to say something like that. Yeah. But I don't I don't believe that. That just wouldn't make sense. That's like me wanting someone that's going to take my shine. Like that's a, that's like me recruiting somebody to the show. Like re, re, replace, replace me, me. <laughs> replace me on the podcast. Hey, Draymond Green called up KD right after they lost. Like, hey, we need you. And that's I mean, that's just the NBA we live in now, bro. These niggas know they need each other. I guess they're too buddy buddy nowadays. Yeah, I, they kind of they just want the championship more than ever. It's almost like they want it too bad. I, I know it's weird well, to say, right? But they want it too bad. That's like, the thing. Like, back when KD won his ring, like, I love KD. Shout out to KD. Because he's me. been my favorite player since... uh oh, KD. <laughs> since the Sonics days. Like, he, he the man for real. But back when KD won his ring, I was really proud of him. Yeah, right? I, it didn't feel... I didn't feel the excitement I felt for when LeBron won his ring. Yeah. When Kobe won his, his rings or whatever. Like, I didn't feel that... I, I didn't feel it. Like, it I didn't just, feel the love. Yeah, it just almost feel like devalued. Like it just feel to me, people people who listen probably say like, "Hey, bro, you know, also you always hating on the Warriors and KD." I just didn't feel it, bro. That shit just didn't. It's almost like, all right, cool. I watched the finals, but as a whole, the, the playoffs as a whole, like because of what what the Warriors did, like the whole NBA. Was it was home, yeah, like the season, the playoffs. It wasn't as competitive. They just. Literally steamrolled through the West. Yeah, from, it was easy. From, right from from day one until all the way to June. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying they steamrolled. All four players on the Warriors team, starting five, all four of those players are a threat. So easily anybody could double team one person, and the other person like Clay could dish it out to Steph Curry. Now you got open shot. Exactly. Like it's, it, we know what's gonna happen. Like. We know that they're going to win the game. We knew that they were going to win the finals. It's like, in the words of the late and great Tupac, shout out to the All Eyes on Me movie. I'm going to quote this again. 
I don't mean to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want to know who wants to win. <laughs> who's going to win? Who the fuck wants to know who's going to win, man? Yeah, dog. I, that's like me just, I said to you, Austin, I'm like, if I want to watch a, if I, if I want to watch a rerun, I'll go look on Netflix. Yeah. That's what this finals was. The fucking rerun. It's it's gonna gonna rerun. And it's going to be a rerun. And, and, and like, <laughs> you can see how it's just like, it's not only we feel like this, NBA owners and GMs feel like this too because they feel like, wow, the Warriors really fucked up everything, so now we got to... Uh. We so, need to recruit. So now you have teams either on one side, which is tanking, which I always think is a terrible idea to tank. Like, I feel like that's probably one of the worst ideas in, in rebuilding to do. Like, tanking, I almost never see tanking working. So I see a lot of teams feel like, you know what, we're just not going to make it this year. We might as well tank it out. You got other teams signing people and trying to make these crazy deals, and Paul George wants to Butler leave. And, and Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy shout Butler. Shout Jimmy Butler, man. Yeah, shout out to that shit. I, I fuck with that, you know, him going to Timberwolves, being I back with Tim. That nigga cool. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. That nigga cool. baller. He dropped his phone number today. He dropped his phone number, so... I, you, I tried to call him. You I did? called you up, bro. Somebody, he was FaceTiming people. Yeah, I saw him on his Instagram. I was mad that uh, he didn't pick up for me, but it's cool, though. His, his mailbox was full. He said, he said, if you want beef, leave a message. His <laughs> mailbox was full. Oh, a lot of people want to beef. <laughs> he got some beef on his hands. I think it was a mess one, I guess. Yeah, so... But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is what the NBA has turned into now. It's really just about to be real top-heavy and real ass. You know what I'm saying? And that devalues the whole... And and that and this kind of goes back to you know the NBA war show because the NBA war show LeBron wasn't there, oh. Steph Curry wasn't there, Kevin Durant wasn't there. Basically everybody was in the finals. Yeah, like your best play, Kyrie Irving wasn't there. So you, your faces of the league, aren't even there, and now it's like the league is almost it's almost trying to get too big on itself, and it's like now it's like it's just not looking good. Like I you know basketball's gonna be around. I'm not saying basketball is about to end. The NBA is rigged. It's about to go down and fucking shit. But I'm saying that at this point, y'all not pleasing. I don't. Maybe you can gain new fans this way, but it's I just not. See, yeah. I, mean, I don't see how because there's no competition no more. It's not sexy. That's what it is. It's no longer a sexy sport. Tease me. Shout out to sexy. <laughs> Shout out to the sexy women out there that that you know that tease. And that, that make it nice, you know what I'm saying? Maybe the NBA should follow suit to these sexy. Yeah, guys. all right, NBA, here you go. NBA, listen to us right now. Get sexier. Smaller shorts. If you want to bring something back, because I feel like the league's going down the drain, pull the shorts back up. <laughs> Take me to dinner. Take me to dinner. I need dinner and a movie, you know what I'm Entice saying? Entice me. Enti yeah. Play with me. Drinks. Yeah, drinks on you, NBA. You don't just pull your pants down and just... You know, just go for the kill, man. Yeah, because, I mean, if we just... Have like, some dignity. Yeah, what right. the fuck is the point? If we're going to wait till all the way to June to see good basketball, then, you know, so be it. But that's ass. And then we got to wait two weeks afterwards to know who the MVP is, and that's even worse. Yeah, like, bro, wasn't the last year they did it just, like, over there throughout the playoff run? Yeah, like, if you play, you know, like, it's, I think it's, like, in the first round. So, like, yeah. you win MVP in the first round, and you get eliminated. You know what I'm saying? The second round, so I was like, damn, you're the MVP, but you suck. Mm -hmm. That's what we... NBA, we don't have that anymore. So, now it's like, what is it, man? What do you want from us, NBA? Jesus Christ. Now I can't even watch the NFL because I'm boycotting them. So my sports life is about to be over. So this will be Austin's last episode on the barbershop. Probably so. <laughs> this is not going to watch sports. Yeah, I'm not going to watch sports. barbershop is nothing without sports. So uh, shout out to Austin. This will be his last episode. <laughs> so shout out to my last episode. <laughs> See, this, this is why I'm really here. I'm going to replace the yeah, Austin. We got, new Austin. we got another Austin coming in <laughs> and just say, fuck it. You know, make this a new Austin podcast <laughs> with my brother. In my house. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do in the barbershop. I'm going to have to go to another shop. But see, I'm just taking over completely. I'm going to go to Lady Jane's. Our great clips. Who's the nigga in the barbershop that don't do anything? The second chair. No, first chair. First <laughs> like we witnessed today. Okay. He played basketball with the first <laughs> yeah, chair. Yeah, so first Shout chair. my barber, too. You got me buttered today. You got him buttered. Games in Chicago. on Chicago. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Where Jimmy Butler no longer plays. 
<laughs> so there you go. Yeah. That's mm. fucked up. But yeah, dog. Good I, NBA. Good NBA talk for today. Get, good NBA talk. All right, so last thing I want to cover before we even get off the NBA subject. Shout out to be nice. He was here. He was giving his comments. He, he sounds like a mouse, so you probably can't hear him. But last comments I want to give is, um, where y'all think people are going? What do y'all think makes the best decision for everybody else? Because Kyle, I've seen Kyle Lowry's getting courted to go to the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Make it a major team. Paul George, Melo, it's some, it's some niggas. Paul George to the Rockets. Paul George to the Rockets or Melo to the Rockets. Somebody give us a swing and we good. <laughs> Trevor Reza, move down to six million because Lou Will is not our six million anymore. So I'm, you got Gordon. Gordon. You got oh, yeah, Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. But also, uh, we need a better bench too. Um, I was going to say something. I, I don't know, something. bro. The Rockets bench low, he's nice. Well, they traded. Eric got Gordon. Nene, Gordon. Eric Gordon and Nene. I mean, we had Lou Will. Adam. Oh, yeah. Y'all should never let him go. Yeah. <laughs> That's just two people. Yeah. They, yeah I mean, they look he let a lot go for that. What is it? Pat Bev, Lou Will, Sam Decker. And the first pick. So. Yeah. And, like, somebody else to a center. Harrell. Mo Harrell? He gone. I don't know. Did you to him? Yeah, he gone. What was I saying? What was on the tip of my tongue? I was going to say something. It's on the tip. Tip of your tongue. What were we talking about? Tippy toes. Uh, talking about Rockets. Talking about, about the Rockets. Um, talking about Trevor Reese. Talking about Swingman. Oh, buy Swingman jersey. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? They cheap. Give us one of them. A swingman jersey. <laughs> no, no, no. Damn Swingman jersey. Uh, <laughs> a Swingman, Mellow or Paul George. Also, um, going back to your your Kyle Lowry, um, trade destination. I would much rather see him go to Philly. I want Philly to come back, man. Like, oh, shoot. They got it's folks. looking good. I, I want say, Philly to come back, right bro. Now. Like, yeah, they got folks, but they got the move. beds. You yeah. seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. That was, I was, that was bad. <laughs> and they left off a lot of players. Lost that one. And it did. They left Roberson yeah. and shit. Or Roberto Covington. Yeah, Covington. Yeah. yeah, I, I messed with Covington. He ain't in the yeah, Feds. Yeah. Um, the Federals. I would like to see Carl Lard go to Philly. He's from Philly. I like to see him go to the Spurs. They need a guard. Tony Parker got the way these, the, See, look. Oh, you want to see new teams, huh? I don't want to see these teams that are good anymore be, be good? good anymore. <laughs> like, what? I don't, don't want to see them. It's It goes back to the tease me. Like, we've seen these play. We've seen these teams. The Warriors, okay, they, they're they a good team right now. They're, they built themselves up. But even them, they're, they they climb back from, you know what I'm saying, years and years. Like, 20 years before they have won a championship, right? Yeah, be asked. Yeah, so... Even them, they're a particularly new team. So you the want Spurs, new people. You it, just you just want new people to be in the playoffs. I want the league to be exciting, sexy. Man. I want be sexy. Fuck him. I was about to say League, something. fuck him. Yeah. He no. wants the league to fuck him no. in the ass. You hear him saying it right now. Hear it here first. I'm motherfuckers in the barbershop. Jay Gans wants the NBA to fuck him in the ass. Let that be known. Let the record show. No lube. No Fig- No lube. Figuratively. Anal, not clenched. Stop clenching. He wants the NBA to ram his shit. But if I can get some right money off of it, then physically too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And um, it's so awesome. You have any comprehensive <laughs> destination? There's nothing I can say that can stop that. That's how you shut the barbershop. There's nothing I can say that can top what Jay Gans just really meant. Um, so I don't know, bro. You hear what I want, Kyle Lowry? Tim Woods would be cool for him. I probably want him to go to Spurs, but pretty much. Uh, be nice. You got anything to say? And that was interviewing Be Nice. Thanks, Be Nice. Yeah, man, oh, also, Be Nice. Also, we, we have an Asai interview coming up later. Lil Baby, he uh, just as executive produced on Grateful. I hope I can get him on the phone. That's one of my most famous contacts. Don't leave until we get Asai back.
to a pack, you better call on me. It's young Gucci, nigga. And you know it's me. I, I, I be T R A P I N G in the tree. With the so, tree. Who are my most anticipating the project from this year? Like rapping wise? Yeah. Or like just any artist. Just any artist you I really don't know anybody that has a, a, a album that's gonna be dropping, I'm trying to think. It's summertime, so people are dropping. Uh Payroll about to release another album I'm excited for that because Payface was fucking fire. Yeah. And it's about to be with uh Cardo got wings, so whenever he do some shit with Cardo got wings, boy. It'd be hits. That should be fire. Mm, I think I'm I think I'm bigger on Payface than I, I will be with Big Boss. Think they're gonna have more chemistry this time around, but Something about hella but though. It's just, it's just that shit too infectious. Like, Cardo real laid back and smooth, and it kind of bring out the shit that niggas don't like in payroll. Like, niggas be feeling like he already too laid back. Like, kind of catches. He got, like, he got bangers on there, though. Like, he got Cardo. He it's got a couple of them. He got uh, top down money up. There's bangers on there, bro. I could go on. So, who's the best in the city then, right now? Best in the city right now? In the city. Tigger is outside. Right just because he, he got a deal, or just because the songs he put out for me is GT. I think I've been dropping some fire lately. I ain't, been, I ain't really fuck up, fuck with uh, GT. Twenty five yeah, recently, it was straight. It could have been better. The, I mean, he dropped some other shit not too long ago too. I yeah, forgot what it's called. Uh, I really ain't fuck yeah. with say yes like that either. I just say yes. Yeah, yeah, I like the he chorus. Really he dropped cool. another. He dropped another thing too. Yeah. Like like All his last week. Fire though. Um, I'm fucking with him. I'm fucking with uh, Babyface. Fucking with T. Hey, you got a good uh, way. But I'm saying, do y'all mess with T because he got a deal? I like his music. Some of it, I would say, as far as like who's dropping. So y'all say he's the best out the city right now. Period. Pay. Yeah. Pay the best to me. I yeah, I would have to say pay. Actually, I'm thinking it depends on how you pay asking that question. In my moment for sure. But the crazy shit about it is, bro. It's near literally last summer he told me this shit. Before first day out, before TA got released, he told me that nigga was the best nigga in the city. He told he told us all that. He told us that he was the best nigga in the city. And I, I laughed the shit off because at the time I didn't like Lee. I didn't like JR, so I couldn't listen to no all-star <laughs> going hard. Like I fuck with JR now. He got a nice little wave going when you're on the solo shit. To some degree I fuck with Lee too. Mm-hmm. And voices just used to bother me, but that's all he had, and then like the PZ feature, he had a Dex feature. It was only like a couple songs, but Mir used to say that shit like, "Nah, this nigga really the call this nigga in the city," and he was to to some degree was right. Yeah, that shit just came out of nowhere. I mean, outside of that though, it's like you can't take none of them band game niggas individually. I don't feel like none of them really got outside of maybe Lonnie. Don't none of them got a strong enough following. Uh, Lonnie's the only, only one I really got clout for real. Yeah, like, my ass, uh, Rose and AJ been locked down for too long. They was pretty much after me, too. Uh, Biggs. Will. <laughs> Biggs don't get no respect on his shit for real. He really don't be having no, no buzz. And Will shit, he be getting a buzz, but shit be kind of weak. And yeah, Lonnie for sure the only nigga that's uh, from Bangan that's even real. Bro got the snitching, uh, shit. He really, I ain't gonna lie, that nigga ain't put no good music out in about three years. I fuck with Rogan shit. Like, some shit that's really good. In and out my shit. I, I, I retract that statement. In and out is my shit. But as far as. I didn't, that's crazy, because I didn't fuck with that. I, that's, that's the one song <laughs> I was rocking with. But that nigga Buzz, when he dropped the chicken chicken, he could have went national. Like, he could have really took over. He would dropped the whole song. That's what I'm saying. They ended up dropping the whole song, but just if he'd have dropped a mixtape at that time, he would have took yeah. over. Yeah. 
you got all the Chirac fucking with that nigga, and they still fuck with that nigga heavy. Like her boy and them still fuck with him. Some of the the six hundred niggas fuck with him. Chief and Ball Out still fuck with him. But that's the thing though. Like rappers, they have. I don't know what it is. What it is with like Detroit rappers or just local city rappers. They don't switch up their flow. That they have to go. That they need to switch up their flow to go mainstream to make it like too Grizzly. He switched up the. Well, he dropped the. He dropped the hit. After that hit, everything was basically just sunshines and and green lights. What? No, go ahead. But yeah, everything was sunshine, green lights, and everything. But after that, he switched up his flow, and he, he uh and he's and Ro Cannon been out even willing to switch up the flow. They he, they make one genre of music, and niggas with record deals that are even thinking about giving a record deal, they want to give him one because he only make one type of music. I, I don't know. Nah, he he had put up a little tweet saying home. It was a picture of Capitol Records. So I don't know if he signed it soon. But he, he had said that several times. Just dropping a little hints that he got the labels on him. I think that with Detroit and with T Grizz, it just was perfect timing. Like you look at all the all the people, all the the forefathers almost. You know what I'm saying? You go back to the '90s. We had MC Breed. He worked with Tupac. He actually was from like Flint, I think. But just somebody that was mainstream that had some hits. And, you know, you go forward, you got, like, Proof and the B12 and Eminem and Royce Divine 9. And then it's, like, after that, and not even after doing that, you got the whole Eastside Cheddar Boys and the Street Lords. And it's, like, the Street Lords really had clout. Like, even in the entry, like, Blake got songs with Jim Jones, Birdman, yeah. and then Rockwell. Like, he really had clout. And then after that, it just was a downfall. And you look at all the the... the stuff that held us back but I feel like the, the main issue with the city is it's like hey you're not gonna get no respect here if you don't do what you say you're doing you know what I'm saying so people who really rapping they really live that stuff you know what I'm saying like, the ones who true. don't don't nobody here respect you you know what I'm saying like you're not gonna get no buzz ain't nobody gonna rock with you because it's like authenticity and credibility is like the two main things you can have in Detroit like you know what I'm saying that's how you get your respect people yeah, you ain't no respect no yeah. unknown people no unknown you know what I'm saying Entities basically like you, you out here pushing your name and don't nobody know what you said is fact. It ain't gonna work for real. I feel like everything was perfect timing for T because you know what I'm saying. Like I said, we had the dope boys end up getting signed, they made their own little push, they wave. And if the industry would have been a little bit more accepting of us, I feel like they would have had a bigger buzz. Because even now, you look at just look at all the, all the stuff that's going on right now with the rap game, we got so many samples right now. Dope Boy's been doing that shit for eight, seven years, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy because that whole wave is payroll. Like, he don't even get the respect he deserves in the city. Like, people say Kid, Kid started to flow, but the sound outside of where Blade took it, that's all payroll. Mm -hmm. like, everything that's going on now is pay. And, you know what I'm saying, hella good. And like I said, Blade and the OGs had their hand in it. But then you look at T now is like after Dex Buzz and Days that made it out and you know what I'm saying, Big Sean that made it out and you know I feel like that's a, another thing that people he ain't even had to get no handouts, bro. He just opened the door. He let people mm -hmm. know that it's real artists here and that's all you really need. Just somebody open the door. It's crazy. I was just thinking about um, all these rappers, Detroit rappers that low key made it out, but really don't be about shit. Hey, there's love for them. Uh, she was low key ain't about I feel shit, like uh, that the new song, the new single today's got she going into a new atmosphere of artistry. I'm not saying that I, I even like hear it. A the little no fear song. I'm not saying that I, I per se like it, 
but I like the lane she going to. Like she, I feel like she got a sound now. She figure out what can make her some money, what can get her a bigger celebrity. So what is her sound like? Does it sound like some tribe bullshit or? No, it's like, it's not even rap. It's like it's singing. Yeah, more like pop. Okay. She kind of going towards some Drake type shit, man. Just you know, strict, strictly sticking to the the female demographic. She going from where Nicki Minaj was to kind of where she is. Like okay. even if you look at Nicki Minaj's main success, we enjoy her as a rapper. Now she a pop artist. Though. That's what I was gonna say. We enjoy her as a rapper. We enjoy her as a uh, on Monster and certain features. But Pink Friday is a pop album. Yeah, our album. That's where the money that's is it. now, and that's why I feel that's like yeah, that's where the money Dave's is. Loaf is not trying to. She's not trying to appeal to to the streets no more. Try to you know what I'm saying be something that. I'm not gonna say that she not, cause she probably from the way she is from the east side. So you <laughs> never know. So she went to Saginaw and shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She she from the ways, but I just think that now she understands her lane as far as the artist and she can sing and you know, she gonna be more sensual, but not in like the, the gangster rap way with like, you know because I, I kinda don't care for that shit. That 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 gangster gangster oh, rap shit. females is not it's no, not that shit is not as much. I'm saying unless you diking it out like young and mate, then it's like, alright. Is it roll ons? Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, oh, no, no, it's good. I mean, but just look at like Molly Brazy. Molly Brazy got some hard. She got some hard verses to me. But just at the same token, it's like it's hard for me to believe that it's that many women out here just on straight gang shit. Like they just <laughs> shooting at each other. Like I can't see that many women really having genuine beef. And I don't know. And be straight. I, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, you know what I'm saying. If I see you. We really about to shoot it out type shit. Or you, you know, we beefing over the plug. It's so like, you know, it, that, it's just like y'all both mad because y'all getting fucked by his name nigga or something like that. So it's kind of like, all right. But I don't see nobody getting shot over that. <laughs> Whose man's is this? Because that's what I'm saying. Every week, we got to figure out whose man's is this. <laughs> nah, whose man's is Joe? But nah, what does he do? Whose man's is that, bro? Like, I get it. I heard his side. And right, that's why I kind of even want to put him as whose man's of the week it is. But what y'all thinking about that shit? Whose man's is Joe Budden? I mean, thinking back on some of the things I read and I've heard as well about Joe Budden, there's a scene in there where that was cut out where um, the Migos manager came over to Joe Budden and tried to like basically pull his whole card for pressing Yachty on on the same show that the Migos were on. So they were he was basically like pressing him for it, and that's why Joe Budden was already in a fucked up mood. Then he was basically saying how the Migos have a fucked up interview. They're not a good interview and they you know what I'm saying, they they them niggas is damn near bad and bougie, so <laughs> they need to get their act together. So Joe Bun is my man's man. In that regard, Joe Bun is my man's. I fuck with that. I mean, I heard that shit too. That's why I kinda of was like on the other side. Like, you know what? The Migos do do bad interviews. They do fuck up. So really whose man's is DJ Academics? Cause I feel like that nigga, he ain't nobody man's. And DJ Academics yeah. You really the who's man to this of the week. Not Joe Budden. Take it back. DJ Academics, you a fucking lame. Because, now nah, I'm saying it. Because at first I used to be like, oh, damn. Niggas go on your show, they call you a bitch, and you don't do shit. And then your man's get into an argument with Migos, and you just... Sitting there yeah, looking Yeah, looking like a fucking meme. That's what you are right now. A damn meme nah, on that nigga. going viral, too. Yeah, big time. And don't laugh at it, nigga. You don't get the chance to laugh at yourself. Let that shit ride its course till January where we still doing the fucking Oh man, what's going on? Shit that you was doing, bro. That shit was lame. I think that he is a bitch and we can sense it, you know what I'm saying? And just like 
it's people who not gangster or not street dudes, and they not bitches. Yeah, you they can, just carry themselves. It's like you can you smell know. the bitch on DJ. They carry themselves in a stand-up manner, but he he the exact opposite, man. He's so, not a street dude, not a gangster, but he also a bitch. What is bitch? What does bitch smell like to you? It smell like vinyls, yeah. records that. DJ Academic spins. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, awesome. a DJ? You smell like just a straight up punk. Like a punk. Sad, sorry ass nigga. Be nice. What does a bitch smell like? Um, I don't know. I just I feel like if I could put a, a sense on what the smell of fear is, I would say that like if you just you seem timid. And like what? Like what? Would you, what's something that you could take like physically and be like, yep, bitch. Oh, a bitch in here. Um, Without being a dog in heat. Shout the dogs. <laughs> I think sweat probably is the thing. Like you get under, the, you get under the microscope, man. You get tense and fidgeting. He's Ooh. fidgeting during that interview, man. Did, they said he was playing the flute, like the mask off his <laughs> fingers was twitching. He was nervous. He needed a fidget spinner. He, he, he should have got so much of the game that nigga one of them motherfuckers. He saw everything getting out of control, man. And his dick sucking didn't allow him to grasp the situation. Cause Joe Button at that point was just kind of over it. But he wanted everything to be done. At the same time, do a lot of love and movie. Also, with that, I don't have no issues with these academics. Being somebody who was actually taking part in, like, a live feed like that, which I did when I was younger, you need earpieces. Yeah. A large function like that, you can't hear. Yeah, that baby so has microphone. Yeah, I don't discredit that. <laughs> he couldn't hear, because it, it wasn't like, and that's one of the things I saw on Twitter that was stupid. People said, well, you know, you can't be a Migos fan, because I understood every word. It's like, obviously, Bro, he fucking, had a fucking microphone. the fucking feed is coming straight to you yeah. during this interview, like, through the microphone. It's yeah. not coming straight to him because he doesn't have an earpiece. You're a nigga with autism yeah, mumbling like, to you. It's hard to fucking understand. There's people in the shit. background. There's different noises. You know what I'm saying? And on top, the fact that he said some dumb shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, like, the you sound a little bit like, rude. And you can't even understand what the fuck he's saying. I can't understand what the nigga said. And I, nah, I, I won't say. Feet. I had yeah. a lot of feet. I, I didn't hear it. At first, it, it took me a minute, though. Yeah, he had to keep saying it. I'm like, all right, yeah. Nah, dude, I understand like it from the original point, but it is like, if you listen to the last part of the first time he says it, he doesn't even finish bougie. Yeah, he does not say the So he's like, all right, at this point, you're not saying shit. Yeah. And, you know, I understand Joe Button for not wanting to do a half-ass interview, but also feel that, as we've seen numerous times in the past, these two, I give Joe Button the, the respect because he has credibility, but people don't like him. True. And I feel like his not being liked is more because of sternness. He doesn't care what he says. And sometimes it comes off as hating, but I feel like he just genuinely feels some type of way about hip-hop right now. He don't have an issue speaking on it. DJ Academics, on the other hand, is kind of like I seen Lou Williams say earlier today that it's funny how all of these sports analysts are nerds and never hooped before. It's like when you, you're not a part of the culture for it, which I, most people feel like they don't think DJ Academics is like people think he's square. You can't yeah. say shit to me. And then you look at it and you try to get tough. And like, like Vic, Vic Minson said, you make jokes about people dying people who are actual friends of these people call them, you know, crazy Chirac savages get blown away to, you know, make crazy headlines. Niggas look at you like you a joke. You know, all the satire it's unfortunate, man. They show I don't feel like it's gonna have a long run. I sense a lot of people checking them. Even with an earlier interview, because they did like a long segment where they interviewed everybody on the red carpet that day. It's just the Migos won't happen to blow up. But even Slim Jimmy said something to him like, you know, y'all think I'm weak. Like, y'all keep telling me my brother better than me. I don't feel that way. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you can't keep trying people on their abilities and not expecting them to clap back. But it just depends on if 
people want to have a cordial conversation with you. If they don't respect you to that point, then it's kind of just going to be like what the Migos was. Like, nigga, stop talking to me. You keep at your goofy ass, keep asking me dumb ass <laughs> questions. And 15 people that already said I got left off bad and bougie, bitch, stop saying that shit. <laughs> and like he said, dude, look like I got left off bad and bougie. He had the chains on. He flexing hard. They flexing hard. You know what I'm saying? We just got the, the fat head nigga from Crash Bandicoot on Quavo neck. Take off Jules is crazy. Offset Jules is crazy. At this point, I feel like the rap game is going to a point where niggas don't care about that shit, bro. They just want money. And they getting it. That's what it is, bro. So that's what he meant by do it look like. Do I physically look like? Just my money look like. You see these chains? Do it yeah, look like right. I still got do my I, percentage. So, which he It's right. It's a Migo song. I'm a Migo. I got a check. But it's crazy because, like, that nigga for sure left off that movie. Like, let, <laughs> yeah, let the record show that nigga not on that motherfucker. I didn't heard it a lot of times. He ain't on that bitch. The songs for this week. Um, shout out to Two Chains. Like I said, he was on my shout out. Um, it comes off the Two Chains. Pretty Girls Love Trap. Um, this is Byline. Featuring Pharrell, man, that beat was fire. Pharrell, classic Pharrell beat, classic Pharrell track. Just welcome back, Pharrell. Please stay. <laughs> Please stay. We need you. We love you. Um, second, it's off of um, Young Thug's mixtape album, uh, Project um, Get High. Another, another um, feature that we have from an artist we don't hear from. Much. Snoop, Snoop Dogg ripped that bitch, man. Like, can yeah. I get an amen on that, man? He, amen. Snoop Dogg came out of the trenches with a fire verse, like, it, and it damn near made me want to start smoking weed again, man. Like, damn, <laughs> get high. Um, third track, and uh, this is actually from uh, the album that our interviewer or our, our interviewee, Assad. <laughs> Shout out to Assad. Shout out to Assad. You executively produced this album. Mm-hmm. And you've, that means you've executively produced one more album than I have. Yeah. And I'm three times, We've four already, times your age. You already confirmed Assad already has better lives than all yeah. of us. Because Assad, mm-hmm. shout out to you because your life is much better than mine. Um, You are much further in my aspiring career than I am. So shout out to that. Yeah. And uh, shout out to your track on your, your tape, uh, my third song. My, my third song, uh, I Love You So Much. Uh, that song got a lot of uh, a lot of flack. I liked it. It was like a nursery rhyme. People were saying it was weak. It was, it was like, it's a Chance the Rapper. I was about to say that's the song with Chance, right? Yeah, yeah A B C D E F G. I mean H I J K L M N O P. L M N O P. We will never forget. Assad will never when he listens to that song that he executively produced. He will never forget his A B C. Ears might bleed. You might be like, wow, I really was a baby when I made this one. Like, no, Assad, we still got you later for the interview. Yeah, but why would you offend Assad and he's coming, man? Yeah. You want to see a baby cry, man? He already cried. <laughs> Shout out to Justin Bieber. Yeah, hey, Justin I was just about to say, exactly. that's my first time I ever seen him cry. And that's gonna be I was questioning if he was really a baby or not. Yeah. <laughs> swear. Might have been a robot baby. Oh, man. DJ Kelly, I never, I don't think Maybe he has we'll sex. Find out. Maybe we'll find out. DJ, DJ Kelly also be an alien. DJ Kelly. Miss Kelly, Kelly. That makes no sense. DJ Kelly played everything on Snapchat except him having sex. So oh, it could have a fake baby. That also makes sense because... Don't put sex on Snapchat. He could have a fake baby. No, if it didn't happen on Snapchat, it didn't happen. Yeah. So where did the baby come from? Where the fuck the baby come from, right? I mean, we might have seen it get delivered. Could have been like the moon landing in a room. And that's three tracks. Um, I'm going to post them to my Twitter. Um, we'll be seeing those probably on the same day that this drops. If not, you'll I'll be reposting it. Um, but yeah. Hope you guys fuck with those tracks. If you haven't gone to go listen to them already, go check those out because they're personally my favorites. So I'd like to thank that you appreciate them as well.
Yo, it's been so much music dropping lately. Like this whole 2017 has been crazy with the industry and music. But I think my favorite album of the summer, it has to be Thugger's album because Thugger's album is so good to me. Like I'm not even a Thugger fan. That's how much. Just shout out to Thugger. He, shout out to beautiful Thugger. Girl. He yes, right. that's bro. Um, I might begin the name of this song wrong, but I think it's Daddy's Birthday or whatever or something like that. That song is a hit. Mm. And uh wanna party. And um I like oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And feel it. And uh oh, relationships? damn relationships with future. Personally, I feel like y'all skipping the best song in the album. Oh, I wasn't done, bro. I wasn't done. Let me, let me let me think. It's it's the first one, the first nah, track. It's, it's you say the beat on that is just so angelic to me. But that just proves that this album is amazing. Yeah, it's bitch fire. And so, like it's crazy, it's like his album don't even sell well. Which is weird because he makes great music. Oh and oh and uh, shouts out to uh, Logic and his album. I I fucking love uh, the album. Um, what's it called Everybody? Yeah, I like it. Super Suicide Prevention song on there. It's a nice song. Got this is nice last album, right? This is the last album. Next one. Next one. Is. So yeah, shouts out to Logic, man. I, I fuck with your music. I fuck with you. So what about y'all? What about y'all guys? My favorite album of the summer. Did was that what the question? Was yeah. it the summer? Yeah. Of the summer. Man, I, I'm gonna have to say Payface. When that dropped, I was it was fire. Like, you hear the first track, the title track, fire, hell of a. Take Payface, I mean, take payroll to the levels that you took T Grizzly, man. We want to see it. Um, I think for me, this is this is a tough one. But to be honest with you, I think my album of the summer hasn't came out yet. I would say Jay Z's uh, album. No, most definitely not Jay Z. <laughs> uh, I think, and the single just recently dropped within two to three weeks ago. But I think that this person has the potential of going to my favorite artist. Going, going to Chicago, man. G Herbo, man. Red Snow is a fire single. I feel like right now he's building his artistry, figuring out how to switch the flow up. The beats is crazy. Uh, I think that potentially he could be the best artist to ever come out of Chicago. Go out there on, on the yeah, that's saying a lot. Even though even that's though people state. don't fuck with Kanye no more, but Kanye came yeah, out of exactly, Chicago. exactly. But I feel like and just Chance is really riding a dog ass Chance has right the now. biggest I, wave exactly. right now. And that, that I still stand firm on that statement because I feel like that's a hot take. G Herbo has the the elegance to to make smooth songs, but also is street oriented. We need that. We also have the bars. Clip that, Gans. Clip. Be nice, making this hot take. For sure, for sure. Sweltering take. The bars is there with G Herbo, and it's crazy because I actually was a bigger fan of Lil Bibby when they first came out. I was mistaken. Herbo took over. You know what I'm saying? He's shining right now. So, yeah. Whenever, and if it, if that album doesn't drop during the summer per se, because it, you know, it had, does have a release date, if I'm not mistaken, could release in the, the fall or winter. But outside of that, I probably would go with the Thugger album. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, I said, it's, it's, it's the smoothest thing out right now. Uh, 
I believe that Drake executive produced it. I could be mistaken. If he did, that's crazy. Moments, so that might be why this is his best project today. Yeah. Anything that Drake touches outside of Party Next Door's last few projects. Mm-hmm. Who do you take all his best songs? Are success. All you right. know what I'm saying? All right, next question. Um, guys, going bald at 20, what should I do? Now, here at the barbershop, you know, <laughs> when you're in the motherfucking barbershop, it's hard for you to get a cut when you're going bald at 20. Going bald at 20 is like an emergency situation to me, bro. So, what, I don't know. Uh, B, take this one, bro. What are you thinking? I can tell you right now that... Um one of the many things I pray about at night is that I never lose my hairline. So this is a tough one to be quite honest with you. I feel like as a black man in America, having a nice hairline and a nice haircut is one of the most important things in your life. But you also got to know when it's time to let go. So if this is the best move, get rid of it, man. You you, you know, sometimes you end up like LeBron James. Shout out to let go. Too long. Most Shout out to let go. You got to have that strength. All right, so look, I'm going to agree with Be Nice on this one. Let it go. Grow a beard. And let it go. Just but don't worry. What if he can't grow a beard? The beard is, the beard is the beard beard I'm saying, is. what if he can't grow a beard? Oh, if you can't what grow a beard? What if he's playing facing, uh, what's his name? Charlie, well, what's his name? Oh, uh, Villanueva. Man. So, alopecia? Jesus. Embrace the face. Hey, first off, hashtag raise alopecia awareness. Shout out to Kay. Shout out to Kay. It's our boy. He has alopecia. But if you got to do it like that, you gotta do it like that. I feel like if you can't grow the beard, um, fuck it. But you can't be out here receding hairline. Personally, I have a very fat head. So if your head is shaped anything like mine, hold on for as long as possible. But some people <laughs> have smooth shapes to their head. So the ball thing might actually work out for you, man. Just, you know, sometimes you gotta take chances. Sometimes you gotta take risks. It might be beneficial, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure that most of the people who went bald outside of like the 90s rap phase where that was like a thing that was in for whatever reason you see the Fat Five had bald heads I don't think most of the people really wanted to be bald you see Michael Jordan he held on for a long time but he had his father in his life so he had confidence like hey your head don't look that bad maybe my head won't look that bad I think you should invest in a lot of hats also invest in a lot of hats hats, that's that's hats is another thing that's in beards it's ways to get around it yeah but let me give you my take hats beards <laughs> Combination. In this order, in this order. Get a hat, because that's if you can't get a beard, you can always get a hat. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get a beard, get a beard. If you can't get neither one of those, let go. Yeah. <laughs> and embrace the face. Embrace I, your face. I really feel like it's let go, hat beard. Like both. Because that beard is gonna come later. You should it, be let if you're already let go. I shout out to that. Yeah. Shout out to deeper meaning. Yeah, let go. <laughs> love yourself yeah. first. You know, love get rid yourself of, first. Yeah, get rid of fucking uh don't be self conscious about it. Just let it go. Whatever you do, please for the love of God, do not spray paint any hairlines on yourself. Ooh, no do black ice. Checking my head to anybody that has sprayed <laughs> hairlines on themselves. Oh. Three times. I Shake can't forgive you. Yeah, if no. I see you, I'm making fun of you, bro. Shout out to my it's old steep. manager. Uh, oh Jesus, yeah. Man. Yeah, listen. No cleanup fake hairlines. That don't even don't do make, it. That don't make no sense. Yeah. All right, that's new segment. Don't that do don't it. make no sense. I'm gonna make a positive spin on it though. Um, here in the barbershop, we all about positivity. Make a positive spin on it. You could still be in middle school. If you was ball in middle school, ultimate cheese neck of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Unlimited cheese necks. So it's not positive. So <laughs> no, no, it's positive that he's not in, in middle school. Oh, he's yeah. Ball. oh yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah. This it's a good yeah, thing. Also, they yeah. still some childish people, so you might get you back in the hood. Don't listen again. It's hey, I thought I said hey, with my friends. Well, you yeah, yeah. well, if you're well, if you're twenty and you're uh, still getting cheese necked, 
then that's a different problem. Also, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not your hairline. People don't respect you. Also, also investing uh, headbands because a lot of sweat gonna be getting in your eyes. Most definitely. Yeah. So it's a lot. Of, actually, all right. So it depends. Also, now if you're 20 and you got a little paper, maybe a little hair plug. Do a little surgery, pay before a minute. You I'm know, not a fan. I'm not a fan. it's not going. It's not going to fulfill you. It's just going to let you get by until you get to the reason. All right, it's time for me to get bald. So hair plug, go bald, get a beard, get a headband, and get a hat. Right. <laughs> what are your thoughts on going out? Do you? Um, I don't go out. I don't really like people. I don't like <laughs> shit. I don't go outside. Shout out to Earl Sweatshirt. But I just don't do that shit, bro. Like it just ain't some shit I do. Like I go to Sino. I like to have a good time. If I'm in, you know what? If somebody like wants to like, if it's like a group of, group of the the guys hanging out, or maybe like you know, some motherfuckers. But I, I'm not really a go out type dude. You feel me? Not a clubber, not a partier. I got like five friends, and if you're not with them, I'm not going out with you. And when we go out, we don't like go out, go out. Yeah. Like we'll like go to the bar. Yeah. Like we don't go have like epic ass nights. I don't know who the fuck y'all friends are. We yeah, only yeah. have like these. Crazy ass lives Like me and my boys Keep it simple I don't like, even got a lot go of money the, We go to the casino We might go get a beer I mean They don't like beer I might get a beer <laughs> You know what I'm saying We keep it simple I mean That's how I go out I just have just, a good time It's based off how I'm feeling To be a it. Like you feel me Like if I feel like I want to go out Like they Like Jay Gaines and Austin said I'll probably go With my friends You know what I'm saying Don't want to be no Hey bro Let's just go to um To Fucking a club. It won't be yeah. like that, to be honest. And then sometimes I really, I love to chill. Like I am a, the like one of the most chillest guys you ever will ever know. If you ever get the chance to see me and know me or whatever, I'm I love chilling. So, shouts out to chilling, man. Whoever likes to chill and just be cool. Follow him on Twitter if you're a girl. Yeah. Oh wait, no, never mind. Don't do it. Edit that out. My girlfriend, <laughs> my girlfriend <laughs> will find you. <laughs> you. I know everybody's seen the movie Taken. Yeah. My girlfriend will find you. Oh. She. She is a trained. She has specially trained. Yeah. She has special skills. Special set skills of finding this nigga and you together. And if you try to slide in my DMs, she will kill you. Ooh. Shout out to the espionage girlfriends, man. Shout out to the. She's she's very crazy. Matter of fact, she's probably away from me to call her. And cuss me up because I'm so late to not call him. Shout out to overprotective girlfriends. Yeah. They don't yeah. protect them, they don't like you. Yeah. They don't love you. That's somewhat true, man. Yeah. Shout out sometimes. <laughs> love hate relationship. Love hate relationship, but yeah, you know. But yeah, 50 50, I, I like chilling, but I like somewhat going out. Um, I would say that it's unfortunate that the whole bunch would feel like this, but I think I'm the worst out of the whole group. I'm extremely introverted and I hate everybody. Like on the on the court, I love everyone. I want people to be successful. But I'm really big on personal space and people don't don't grasp that aspect. I don't like being touched. I don't like being bumped. I, I think I have a slight case of claustrophobia. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I get really weird and, and and antsy in tight spaces. And then also I get hostile. Like I have a very bad temper. So it doesn't take much to make me angry. I feel like people don't have respect for common things. Like, people just don't respect you enough out here. So going out for me is kind of like, you got to force my hand almost. Like, if it's, let's say, I have close to maybe 15 decent friends who might not be the best of friends, but at least 10 of them got to be going to the event for me to actually go. Or it got to be somebody's birthday. Birthdays draw me out. I like to show my face, show love, know that you appreciate it. But just a common clubber or party going, 
It's not my thing, man. I, I'd much rather be watching Netflix or playing video games or something. But Shout out to when you do get Be Nice drunk, though. Shout out to that. Be I Nice is a grand time when you get I'm one of the few people who have yeah, had the, the I've had the, the joy and the, the the precious moment with Be Nice where I saw him turn to him. I never saw him and take I, one liquor. I have... Um, a great sense of joy that I have in that moment with me. <laughs> if I'm turned, it's a good night. I can tell you that for a fact. We're not having a bad night if I'm turned, except for the night DC when we got into a fight. But, you know, that's another story, another time. Outside of that, I think that's my only bad occasion. Also, in high school, Amir poured some great goose on my face. That was also a semi-bad night, but Shout out to Amir. pretty successful. Shout out to Amir, man. That's my guy. That's my name. My man. He's clearly loved. Yeah. All right, so... Last question. So, you know, you know, we had plenty more. Sorry if we didn't get to your question. We didn't get to them another time. So, my girl cheated on me last night. <laughs> How should I respond? I'm going a, I'm to a keep it. I'm going to keep it. All right, listen. Now it's time for the young us to teach y'all the game. There's three rules to the game. Number one, the game is the game. That's, I mean, that's understood. Number two, be true to the game and you be true to yourself. All right? And rule number three, play the game and don't let the game play you. And what I mean by that, what I mean by saying all that is, you got played. Game was ran on your ass accordingly. And you just a, you just a nigga that got dunked on. But you know what happens when you get dunked on? You take the ball out and you pass that bitch back in and you as get your as, as quickly as possible. <laughs> or or you call a time or the coach call a timeout because it might be no, a big ass break. But you take the ball out and you push that bitch back in the court as quickly as possible, bro. Let that shit go. Don't don't dwell on it. Don't try to try to be with her again. Don't try to text. Don't try to argue with her. It's just something that happened. You move on. If you're the 20 year old balding and this shit also happened, you got a bad week. But just let that shit go, bro. I feel like don't even dwell on it, bro. Just, it's all right, bro. Bitches, bitches, hoes, this, hoes. This is coming from somebody who has, and not Austin, myself speaking, um, who's been in a situation like that before. I'm going to say, first of all, um, don't play yourself, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> never play yourself. Shout out to DJ Khaled. Yeah, never, um, never play yourself. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of, like, if you get did dirty like that, like, that's, that's low. Like, you got to get low. You got to yeah. damn near, like, we going back to basketball. Get low. Yeah. Get, get low in the heat. Get in the stands, Get low in the heat. Slap the floor. Yeah. You got to get low with the ass. Flex on the ass one time. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if you go to the strip club, maybe if you with some bad bitches the next night, show that shit. Show that bitch what she missing. And this is my anger coming out. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is a real deal. <laughs> show her what she fucking missing. That. And this is actually something I did. So, it works. She going to hit you up in like a week, maybe. Two, depending on how hard you flex, you know what I'm saying, how many different bitches you with, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, how many different places you in, um, she's going to hit you up, and you know what you do? You can do either two things. Depends on what type of dude you are. You ignore her, which can cut deep when she hits you up after the glow, or you hit her up and you just, just let her know how much of a dumbass bitch she is for her to ever do some shit like that to you. All right, so look, it's also a third thing that Gans didn't mention. And I was told once in my life from a, a, one of my elders, one of my OGs, he said, you, you text her, you get back with her, you make her suck your dick, and then you come in her face, all over her face. That's just an option if you want to go that route. That's a pretty nasty route. That sounds like you want to be with her at the end of the day. No, nah, man, you kind of just do her dirty, kind of laugh and shit. Are you, but you well, leave it's, like, it's like you pull out, it's like you pull out like, oh, no, I'm done. And then you're like, oh, you're not done. 
it's all over her shit. But I'm saying, are you leaving her after you do it? Oh yeah, of course, most oh, definitely. Yeah. And then you post it on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, like, then you're not all over. You bastard. Say no, don't do that other thing. But my two cents on this is, first of all, I don't promote cheating. I don't do it. I never been cheated on, thank God. And shout out to loyalty. Yeah. Man, big shouts out to loyalty. I, anybody that's loyal, you're real. Unlike KD. That's that's yeah, real. Unlike KD. Like I said, but KD my favorite player. I love that man. Yeah. yeah. But back to this, um, but yeah, so I never been cheated on, thank God, and I never cheated, cause you know, mm -hmm. shouts out to loyalty. But if you get cheated on, it's only one option. You have to leave that person mm. to be one hundred. Like, cause I don't, I don't see it working. Once a cheater, oh, it's a cheater. You know what I'm saying? We all cheated on tests. We all cheated on tests before. After that, after that one time, we all done it again and again and again. <laughs> it's a repeating cycle. I'm not saying somebody can't learn and then eventually change, but nine times out of ten. They're gonna learn and go back to cheating. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't be the change. You know, you shouldn't wait on the change. Make them change for somebody else. Yeah, that's that's something in your character. Like, that's some things you change. Some things that's just in you. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like you doing somebody that appreciated you and like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You just that's just just in you. Like, mm -hmm. you you never had that core value in you from the jump. So you you lost. <laughs> oh, and one more step. We have four steps. You added one to mine. Nah. Well, yeah, I added one yes. yours. Yeah. Oh yeah, and. and there's a third. There's another step, another option actually. Um, you could take them back and then cheat on them if you take them back. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's always an option. Y'all can just make it a thing. Like yeah, y'all together, but y'all cheat on each other. Say, what's cheat. that Facebook uh, status? It's complicated. Yeah, that's what exactly what it is. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's complicated. Just to be complicated. Yeah, matter of fact, scratch all that shit. Just cheat. Get back <laughs> with her. Apologize and cheat on her. Yeah. You know, you even. There you go. Another thing for me. Uh, you damn it, got dapped a nigga that. Uh, that that nigga, man. Oh, big thing. Yeah, don't get mad at that nigga. Just because he finessed you out your bitch, you it's cannot be mad. Fault. Yeah. So you gotta find a man that cheated, uh, that she cheated with you on, dab that nigga up, and just keep it pushing. Yeah, bro. Get that shit out of here. That's not, you know what? Don't blame that nigga. Don't like, and don't blame yourself neither, bro. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that she cheated, bro. Unless you weren't a shit ass nigga. If you were, if yeah. he was a terrible boyfriend, then I can kind of see. But even but at that she, point, she gotta express that yeah, shit. Yeah, she right? has to express it and yeah. tell you like, all right, yeah. So this is not what I want. It's over. Then she can go out and yeah, do, do her thing. She, she tried to keep you around. She tried to manipulate exactly. the situation. She tried to have two. have her cake and eat it too, and yeah, eat some eat. more. Yeah. Shout out fat to ass. not eating your cake. Shout out to you fucking fat bitch. Don't you ever try to eat cake, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Ann just said way, way too personal. Go ahead, B. Um, I think that early on I learned this in life. I had experience when I was like five or six. I had a, uh, what you could say was a girlfriend in, in preschool. My birthday is February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. So I took that, that holiday really serious, brought in a Valentine's card for her. It was uh, several other girls in the class who wanted to give me cards. They kind of liked me. And... Uh, I thought it was exclusive, man. I was a little kid. I was strung out. thought it was exclusive. And she took cards from every nigga in our class. Mm. And that shit just, it tore me down. Mm. I was like the image of the little kid, you know, like people walking home and they, it's a rainy day and it kind of might have already rained and there's big puddles next to the street. Somebody ride past and splash you with a puddle. Mm -hmm. Their head just dropped. That was me. Walked out of the school, man. My pops picked me up. I think it was Thursday because he picked me up on Thursdays. And he saw it. Back then I was extremely vibrant. Like now I'm child. I'm, I'm very chill. I don't say too much. Back then, I was just like joyous. I was always jumping around, making silly faces, being loud. And I wasn't that kid that day, man. And my dad saw it, he saw my head dragging. He asked me like, you know, my nickname at that point was Shortstop. Like, what's up, Shortstop, what's going on? Because I was his right-hand man. And 
I told him, and he just explained to me, man, it's too many fish in the sea, man. Don't dwell on it. Don't, don't get dropped off. And he told me that they on, that he never wanted to see me like that over a woman again in my life. So I feel like that's the one key thing you got you got to take from it, man, is don't dwell. Don't sit on it. Don't just keep it pushing. I would not suggest a lot of the things you heard tonight as far as the <laughs> flexing and all. I feel like if you're flexing, sometimes you're just too locked into it, like you're thinking about it. Yeah. It's like you just gotta, I feel like you guys got to let it go. You remove that shit, you know what I'm saying? Not even... Like, I mean, I do understand it, though. Yeah, flexing is cool. Flexing is what you do. You got to get low. mentally strong. Get <laughs> low, bro. Get yeah, low. If, you, if you're it. strong to handle that, if you're strong enough to handle that and really work through Because I feel like a lot of people, not to say everybody, because there's certain people who just genuinely like, mad like hey look man you fuck me over i'm gonna just show you that you fuck me over but there's some people kind of do that and it's like i'm still emotional shit, bro yeah no nah. i'm the only one in the room that got you yeah, bro i feel like they're emotional like it's some heartbreaking some like, shit man, they, they can't get it's over it they're gonna dwell on that for too long so you're gonna, gonna be mad you're gonna do something that you probably wouldn't normally yeah you, you're not gonna be yourself you're gonna be out your right mind but you even like a bitch you gotta find the quickest way to say you know what let me just leave that bitch alone. Because it's nothing worse. I feel like it's nothing worse. That's not realistic though. You're not gonna feel that. No, 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 but listen. You're not gonna feel that. Let me just leave that bitch alone. You gonna you want her to feel that anger that you're feeling. Yeah, no, look, listen. I feel like it's no it's no more hurting to see that a person you injured is okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a person you hurt, so you hurt okay. their heart, you really upset them, and at the end of the day, they alright. The life goes on. They just feel they just feel like a regular person out there. Like they, you, you see them smiling. Like damn, you just did them dirty. A person you just try, like like say you trying to bully somebody and they get up and they laugh. It make you feel weird, right? And I feel like that's the same thing that like cheating a girl cheating would do to somebody like that. Like I feel like it wouldn't. It's gonna hurt, but you can you can get over it. I'm a you know I'm gonna use a a word from I like to read a lot of shit, a lot of like quotes, you know, motivational quotes to keep my mind right. Uh, this is from like a little Buddhist uh, Bible. Why be unhappy about something if it can be remedied? And what is the use of being unhappy about something if it cannot be remedied? Either way, bro. Just let it go. I lie. Don't be upset over what you can't control. Of course. Shout out to Real Talk <laughs> Sessions on the podcast, man. Any final remarks, fellas? Anything y'all want to cover before we get out of here? Had a beautiful guest today, man. Hopefully recurring. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to keep it. Yeah, awesome. This is fun, man. I'm I'm very happy that you guys uh, brought me along for today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. And I see me sitting right here again in the future. Yeah. Yes. And, and you know what? We couldn't get to the side interview. Sorry, aside, bro. We got you next week. But, you know, we just ran out of time for you. I know you're a busy baby. Can't always, you know, give you everything you want. We're not fucking DJ Cali. You can do everything for you. We're just guys. Just niggas being dudes. All right, so... Gans, any final remarks? Um, no, not the regular. Just as as usual, love the the love and appreciate all of the um, love that you guys been given to the podcast. Um, the if it's ten people or a hundred people sharing today, I appreciate each one of you individually. Um, no more than I would appreciate anyone else. Yeah. So thanks for all the love. Yeah. B. Um, I feel like just. Not even on the podcast, man. Shout out to genuine people. Shout out to people who really rock with you, support you, love you. Uh, that's that's one of the main things in life, man. Just being real, being genuine, having good friends, man. I'm appreciative of that. Everybody that's rocking with you. Bro. Yeah, bro. I feel like that's, you know, if I can get real talk, I feel like that's one thing that people look over. It's moments, special moments that we kind of look over just just thinking about our lives or the future, but sometimes you gotta embrace these special moments and get, you know, get to the real things about shit. You just know think I mean? about how many beautiful moments you can think of 
that you were alone. Like it genuinely just was you. Yeah. It's not, you know, it doesn't happen. So it's a, it's a pro, it's about the teamwork, about the dream, about everybody being together. So just keep living, man. Keep enjoying each other's company. Everybody stick together. Yep. And then, uh, so next week we're going to be working on getting a WordPress. Uh, linking up with To Each His Own. Shout out to Elantre. Shout out to uh, Troy. They run out To Each His Own. We're going to try to do a collabo with them. Get the show on a blog. Uh, we're going to have a couple bloggers be nice and gans. And, you know, anybody who, you know, feel like they want to blog with us, hey, we, we got a, we got an open tab ready, just waiting for y'all niggas. So, um, peace out. Had a nice time in the barbershop, man. Nice cuts. Uh, love you guys. As always. So my friend.